everything in the outer world is a reflection of our inner world. And we all have this inner voice, this critical inner voice that is judging ourselves. I realized in this experience so much that what I thought about him was actually about me. I like to take you also in a journey where I was judging myself. So I was sitting by myself on this table in a restaurant in Amsterdam and two guys were sitting next to me and I thought one of them was so attractive. I thought wow and we had such a wonderful night and it was so late and the next morning I was flying to a retreat in France and then one of the girls said I'm jealous at you. I'm not sure if I fit into this group. And this judgment of ourselves is holding us back and it's closing doors for maybe something really beautiful. I was judging myself, judging myself, but I also at the same time enjoyed the experience. I thought, hmm, <laughs> I think this is not really good. And I realized everything is a choice. And if I don't feel good here, I can choose to go home and then someone came knocking on my door and it was that guy it was her ex-lover and i thought oh shit what i found out is that he was also a plant medicine guy and we had the greatest conversations how do i come from this villa in the middle of nowhere to toulouse said, hey i actually didn't book anywhere to say i don't even know where we are, we are going when is the last time that you walked hand in hand, in hand with a man hey scriptwriter I like this guy, give me more of this. It was a message from the airplane company and it said, your flight has been canceled. Don't judge a book on its cover because when you start to read the book, you can be so surprised what is in there. Welcome to the House of Oneness podcast, where we dig deep into the world of plant medicine to help you in your spiritual and personal growth. Our host of this podcast has traveled the world to learn from different shamans, maestros, and other spiritual leaders. She has many years of experience with plant medicine ceremonies. Here is your host, Maria Joanna. Welcome to this new podcast and in this podcast I'm going to talk about judgment because when you judge it's very natural for a human being but you can close doors that can bring so much beauty and also when you judge it says a lot about you. I'm going more into this in this podcast but first I want to ask you to subscribe to this channel and also push the notification button so you will never miss a video of me and of course if you like it share this video with your friends and family on social media and give me a like then the topic judgment i think we all have this in our lives or people judge about us or we judge about others and as i said it's quite normal it's human to have that but it can also close doors and yeah think also about your own life what is it doing to you when someone is judging you because it can also be painful it can hurt you but again like what you think of me is about you so what you think of me is about you. And what I mean by that is that everything in the outer world is a reflection of our inner world. We look through our own glasses 
yeah, and our own yeah, filters towards the world. So if I judge you, it actually says more about me. And if someone is judging you, it can hurt you, but actually it says more about the other person. So in my life, I've had a lot of judgments and also jealousy. And maybe you, you also recognize this from your life. And why are people jealous or why are people judging you? It's very interesting. But there's another layer, and that is, where are you judging yourself? Because that's the most important thing to focus on. Like what the other person is doing, you cannot influence it. But what you are doing to others and what you are doing to yourself, you can influence this. And we all have this inner voice, this critical inner voice that is judging ourselves. And maybe it's getting less as you grow older, but yeah, this voice of the ego, it's human nature. Um, and I like to take you with me into a story also where I show an example where I am judging myself. And um, yeah, let me think how I go back to this story because I spoke about the story of Twin Flame in another podcast. And if you don't know what Twin Flame is, um, when you have your spiritual awakening and you grow spirituality in your spirituality, many people have this experience of meeting a very, very intense love. And it's so intense and it's such a huge mirror and it shows you your shadow sides. And what I mean with shadow sides is that you, yeah, you see the other person and then it shows you your negative sides, your shadow, and you don't want to see this actually. But when you meet this twin flame, you flame, it's a person who's triggering you a lot. The triggers go so strong because the feelings are so strong. And the principle of a twin flame is actually the concept, how it's presented is that before you have been incarnating here, you were one as two, and then you came to earth and you split into two souls. I'm not sure if this is exactly true, but I experienced this myself. I learned a lot about this in ceremonies and still, even when I have this, these experiences, I still hesitate about this concept because I also believe that we are whole as one and everything is connected. So maybe it is an illusionary game that we play, but for many people, it's a very, important experience in the spiritual awakening to meet your twin flame and with your twin flame the feelings are so strong that many times you come together and you split up and it's like come and go and come and go because when you are together and the feelings are so strong then it's not comfortable because you actually see so much of yourself in the other person and the other person is triggering you so much that it's hard to have a real love relationship with this person. Yeah, to me, this experience, yeah, it has been valuable. And what I did when I had this, so also talking about judgment, this guy was such a big mirror for me. And of course it was also like really, really beautiful, but also a lot of frustration. And then I remember that I went to the beach in Bloomingdale. I was sitting there by myself on this Dutch beach. I went there often because from Amsterdam, the West, you are very soon at the beach in, 
in Bloomingdale near Harlem. Then I was sitting there writing and I was writing down my frustrations and then I was judging him. And I realized in this experience so much that what I thought about him was actually about me. And it helped me so much to grow. And yeah, it can also help a lot to accept another, but to accept yourself first, of course. When you accept yourself fully, you accept other people. It's a great lesson and it's not always easy. Uh, we always tend to focus on the negative in ourselves, crazy enough. When we look into the mirror and we have like um, a dimple or somewhere, then we go there with our attention or we go to the negative things of what we see in ourselves and that's all where all the focus in is but it's not lovable to yourself of course and this was also not lovable to this person that I was also very much focused on what I didn't like about him even while he helped me so much he was yeah he's a very beautiful person and um but while I was writing my frustrations I turned everything around so I said for example he is not good in communication and I thought I am not good in communication and then I was all the time every sentence I was checking in what is the truth what is the truth is it really true that I'm not good in communication or communication towards him or towards myself or why am I afraid of expressing my heart fully towards him like I was just questioning so many things. So it's very interesting if you judge another, why is it? Write it down. What do you see in the other? What is triggering you? And to come to the realization that it's actually really all about yourself. And um, in my life, I think I'm born quite like optimistic from my nature. And I have my nature is to have a lot of energy. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm awake. I don't need time to wake up. For most people, this, this, this is different. So I've been judged by that a lot, already by my sisters, but that was just more funny. Like, oh my God, like go away, please. Go away, please, in the morning. And we found our ritual and I didn't speak with them. And my, yeah, I have two sisters. They were doing their thing. I was doing my thing in the morning. and they didn't want to communicate with me. And I've had several of these situations. Um, but I like to take you also in a journey where I was judging myself and where also people were judging me. And then it's the practice to stay connected with yourself and to stay in your light. Because many times in my life, because I can be like really shining and expressive and I can laugh loud and I can smile a lot and not everyone feels the same way and then I trigger people who are not happy and they think this is fake this cannot be real or they don't like it because they don't have this inside of them and other people they do like it of course not everyone can always like you and it's also good to realize just make something like one third of the people will like you one third will not like you and the other third like will have no opinion kind of like that but i wrote down some points uh for this podcast and i'm thinking about this story 
when the story with my twin flame, I call him like that, uh, was finally done, I was so happy. And I see you can also not speed up this process. I needed to learn what I had to learn. And then I felt this closure, like, okay, now we are done with this process. And I felt so free. And then I was, and one evening I was um, in Amsterdam. I was meeting up with two friends and I was early and they were both late. So I was sitting by myself on this table in a restaurant in Amsterdam and two guys were sitting next to me. And I thought, one of them was so attractive. I thought, wow, but I didn't pay attention. I was just like waiting. But suddenly I start, they start to speak with me. I thought, oh, it's so nice. And I said, yeah, I'm waiting for my friends and they are so late and we had a really nice conversation. And then my friends came. And I wanna take you a little bit also with my inner voice, my um, yeah, that is many times uncertain or it's putting yourself down. So when my friends came and they were also like very enthusiastic and they were also making contact with them. So we were in Amsterdam having a lot of fun this evening and I really liked one of these guys, but I thought he will like one of my friends more than he would like me. It was, we went on from this place to that place. And then I was really wondering like, will he feel the same as I do? And in the end, yes. So um, I kiss, kiss with this guy, but to me it was so nice that I was finally open for someone else. Because when I was in love with the other guy, I was not open for someone else. Even when I was not in a relationship, I was just not open for it. And I think that's also staying true to yourself. It's what your heart feels. And now it was like, wow, I'm so happy. Yes, I'm free again. I'm truly open for someone else. And oh, I can let go of the frustrations. And we had such a wonderful night and it was so late. And the next morning I was flying to a retreat in France. And this retreat was for entrepreneurs. I was very much looking forward because when you go on a retreat with entrepreneurs, you can inspire each other. Everyone is like with passion. I've been on a retreat before with entrepreneurs and that was such a positive experience. It was like so inspiring, so much fun, so much humor, so much laughter. And yeah, okay, you cannot have expectations, but I thought being with entrepreneurs, it's gonna be amazing. Then I had just a few hours sleep, but I was flying high on this, um, yeah, not butterflies, but this kind of feeling like, wow, I'm so happy. I feel so free again. Then uh, I met some of the people from the retreat already on the airport, uh, the organizer, and then uh, another guy and another girl. And we were also renting a car together to go to the villa. So we flew from Amsterdam to Toulouse. There we were renting a car and then in the villa we would meet other people and uh, the retreat would start. Um, yeah, I was a little bit tired, but high on life. And it was nice to meet the other people. But I also found out already before the retreat was getting started that um, not everyone was an entrepreneur. I thought, okay. And then 
when we arrived in Toulouse and we drove from Toulouse to the retreat villa, we were in the car and something interesting was happening. There were two blonde girls in front of the car and I thought also, I want to learn more to be passive. I'm quite an active person. I like to take the lead and I thought, in this retreat, I'm going to be passive. I'm going to be observing and also thought I like to sit in the car at the back because normally I would be the one who's arranging the car, who's driving the car. And I thought, no, I'm going to just be at the back seat and see what is happening. But when you observe, you experience actually more and you can read more, you can feel more. It's very interesting. What I felt the girls were talking about two guys who were also coming to the retreat. And one of the girls uh, was dating with one guy, but it was completely over. And the other girl was dating with another guy, but it was completely over. And they both agreed, we don't want anything from these guys anymore. No, it's the past. Oh, they're not okay. And I was just listening. And somehow a feeling came to me as if I would be their uh, revival or their, I don't know how you call this, but as if I was a threat to them. But I thought, yeah, I'm here. Not, I'm totally not here for guys. I'm here to work. I want to have focus. I don't mind. But your intuition is talking to you. So what happened? Um, I also judged like, I'm sure that I will not be interested in those guys. Uh, it was um, in a way a judgment of me. Then I arrived at the villa. And I met those guys and with one of them, we hugged and I thought, wow, this feels so good. But I thought, just remove this because I'm here to focus, inspire and not for this. And it was also in my experience feel uh, it was new to me that I was single again. That's how I felt. It was not the truth, but that's how I felt. Then uh, I saw also the other guy from the other girl I thought, okay. And the moment we arrived, we didn't really start a program yet. The next morning, the program of the retreat would start, but it was kind of like co-create together. We had always um, some time that we could give something to the group. And now I thought, um, I would like to start with giving. And I start to give a card reading, but the girls were all busy. And when we were arriving, I also thought because I wanted to be passive, I wanted to be more on the background and take another position on this retreat than I would normally do. So what I did when we arrived, I took the smallest bed, the place that I disliked the most, to just not ask enough, uh, not ask attention. But the girls, they wanted to share this room. It was a shared room. And there was also one separate bedroom at the other side, at like another wing in the villa with a two person bed. It's like, this looked like a bed of a princess. And this whole room was really beautiful. And somehow they said, this is your room. But I was really happy, like, okay. I tried to, yeah, pick the most, yeah, unpleasant place, but now I'm getting the best place. Fine, I had my own bathroom, I had my own side of the villa, I was in a way separate from the rest. 
and I really liked it. So then I thought, ha, huh, I install myself, I put my own energy in here, and I was really, really happy. Then we went for a walk. We went for a walk with a group, uh, with a part of the group, and one of the girls, one of the blonde girls was leading this walk and she was teaching us to walk in silence and to um, yeah, be aware of nature. But before this, actually, this was interesting. I was doing the card readings and the girls were not ready yet. So then I did two sessions. I was first giving a session to the guys, to the men of the villa group. And I did a reading for them with a beautiful message. And they said, whoa, this is so inspiring. And in the evening, it's inspired them to step into their masculine power. But in a way of, um, they said, we want to give to the women. And they said, we're going to cook for you like five dishes. And you're going to be dressed in your most beautiful outfit. You're going to dress up. You're going to be totally your feminine. And we're going to be like serving you. And it was a very nice experience. But then I went to the, to the room with the girls. And this was the first impression. And talking about judgment. I came into the room. But I had a lot of fun with the men. And then I came to them. And they were all sharing a room. And they were like... They were... Yeah, I felt a distance. And... Because I was not more observing, I felt my intuition speaking to me. And then one of the girls said, I'm jealous at you. And I thought, this is so interesting. You don't even know me. So I was laughing. Okay, interesting. And I did also the card reading for them. And I found out that these girls were full of frustrations. I was just so surprised observing these frustrations. They all wanted to have a relationship. They wanted to have children. They wanted to have this and that, and they didn't have it. And I believe more in life gives you what you need. And that's also, yeah, the plant medicine ceremonies helped me a lot of this belief, like life gives you what you need. The same in, in ceremonies, plant medicine ceremonies give you what you need. And it helps to accept life more and to trust that where you are is exactly where you have to be. But I was just listening, observing these conversations and I was just smiling. I thought, that's so funny. I could not even come up with wishing all this from life and not having it. Um, but I also thought like, okay, I'm not sure if I fit into this group. Well, I joined the walk and I thought I surrender completely to what this girl is telling and I'm going to follow and I'm going to walk at the back, not at the front. And then we were coming out to a lake, a beautiful lake. And then she said, yeah, I always swim naked. And I thought that's also something I normally don't do. So I thought, Let's just also go out of my comfort zone. I follow her. And she explained why it's so good to swim naked in nature. And I thought, okay, let's do that. So I was also swimming naked there. And then I went out of the water. And accidentally, the guy who was joining saw me naked. And he thought, ha, she is giving me a sign. But I thought, oh, no, oh, my God. I feel ashamed because of my own judgmental judgments. And... Um, then he thought, let's speak with this girl. 
So we started speaking and then we found out we were both into plant medicine. And it was like, wow, Apple. And then, you know, when you've done ceremonies, you maybe recognize this, you immediately have a connection. You know what you talk about because you cannot put it into words. And you go to another vibration, you have more uh, of an open heart, so you have a connection. So we started talking and talking, and it was as if the other people didn't exist anymore. We were so like, wow, wow, such a good conversations. And then suddenly they said, we are leaving. But for us, like, oh, it's really not the right moment to leave yet. So they left, and the moment they left, I felt in the air the chemistry of attraction, and I thought, Oh no, my God, I cannot do this. Because I was judging myself like, okay, but I kissed with another guy yesterday. I cannot do this because I am like a whore. <laughs> and that's also a judgment that we women have. Like, we cannot do this. Oh no, oh my God. And this judgment of ourselves is holding us back and it's closing doors for maybe something really beautiful. So I felt it. And I thought, oh no, but I see that we live in a quantum field of energy where the future already exists. So certain things you feel with your intuition that it's about to happen. And some people say we are manifesting the future. I experience it more that I have the intuition like, oh, this is going to happen. So I felt this chemistry and yes, then it was in this beautiful nature on this beautiful lake where we kissed. And then I thought, oh. I was judging myself, judging myself, but I also at the same time enjoyed the experience. And then we had to go back to the villa and I thought, oh my God, maybe this girl doesn't like it even when she's done with this guy. But let's see, we arrived at the villa and nobody was there. Um, so we wanted to eat something and luckily he rented a car, so he said, Let's jump in the car. We go to the supermarket. But then that was closed. So we thought, let's go to something else. And actually it turned out we were driving through France, going here, going there, seeing this village, seeing that village. And we had so much fun. We went in our own bubble. Until we were arrived back in the villa. And when we arrived back in the villa, everyone could sense what happened, I guess. And I thought, Oh shit, maybe even when this girl is done with this guy, maybe it's not completely true. And I was just there, the mirror, to reflect, to make her aware that she actually still, yeah, did care about him. And so I thought, oh, because we had this dinner with these guys, and then what the guys did is they asked us to make ourselves really beautiful. And also one of the girls, she didn't have a lot of beautiful dresses. She had actually nothing to wear and she didn't know how to do her makeup. And I said, come over, I have so many dresses. I can dress you, I can give you makeup, come over. So I helped her to make herself really beautiful. Um, and then the dinners was getting started and the guys were picking us up from the room that was in their rules. Like we had to wait and they were inviting us towards the dinner. They were blindfolding us and leading us to the dinner. It was funny how it was in the moment. Maybe it sounds stupid, but it was a nice experience. And they were, they really want to give their best to us. 
it was funny to experience. But then I thought, while I was on the dinner table, I felt the energy of the girl that I kissed with her, yeah, not ex-boyfriend, but ex-lover. I thought, hmm, <laughs> I think this is not really good. So I asked her to come with me and I said, I think I have to tell you something. Um, I kissed with that guy. And even when she was trying to exit, act as if she didn't really care, it was a whole drama in this villa. The drama opened up and people drunk, only I didn't drink, but they were all drinking wine, so they were extra emotional. And I was again observing this game, like what is going on? Where am I? And this should be an inspiring retreat, but this drama, oh my God, I didn't came for that. And then also checking in with myself, like, did I do something wrong? And I thought, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Sometimes it's also meant to hurt someone else, but actually she told me she was not interested in him anymore. So I helped her to make her realize, yeah, it sounds maybe different. <laughs> I helped her to realize that she still cared about him and maybe he also care cared about her. I'm not sure because, yeah, I will tell you what happened then. Um, the next day, I was more separating myself from the group. And then this evening, because I was sleeping somewhere else than the rest of the group, this guy came knocking on my window secretly like, hey, come, we sneak out. And I said, no, I'm not gonna do this anymore, you know? Um, I came here to work, to focus. I'm not going into these adventures. Uh, I want to work on some projects and uh, yeah, this is done and it was all good. But the next morning, there was another drama because of another guy with another girl. It was as if I was in Temptation Island. And I thought, oh my God, this drama, this drama. And then they also did an exercise that we had to sit in a circle and they were all expressing their emotions and the one big drama, crying, screaming. And because I decided to observe, I was just sitting like this and I thought, Mm -mm. And when it was finally my turn, so I waited until the end and because it was like we were sitting in a circle and then you had to pick a stone from the middle and then who, the one who had the stone was allowed to speak or to express. And the second last person was the other guy that I'm going to talk about in a moment. And I really admired his patience. I thought, wow. He's so non-judgmental with all this drama and he's so patient. I really admire this. And I also have it in me because in this retreat, I was practicing that. And when it was finally my turn, I did share like, I didn't came for this and I prefer not to join the program anymore and just do my own thing. And um, yeah. I'm not going to join this anymore. I don't know what they were thinking about it, but I think I didn't make myself very popular in this retreat. Okay, then we went on and I realized everything is a choice. And if I don't feel good here, I can choose to go home. And I thought, wow, this is a wonderful idea. I can just go home. 
And it made me realize how happy I am with everything I have in the Netherlands, or I had. And with I was just moving to a new house. I was living in a paradise. I was living in my ayahuasca villa. I thought, I'm so happy with everything in my life, with all the people, like just basically everything. So let's just go back. And I felt such a longing, like I want to go back home. So um, I was just um, thinking like, yes, this is a good idea. And then um, one of the girls came into my room and she said, oh, wow, Maria, in your, your room, there's so much serenity, such a beautiful, peaceful energy, and I cannot find peace. Are you okay if I sleep on your bed because I can not sleep at night? I said, of course, come to my room, take my bed. I'm just working here. And she was sleeping in my bed and then someone came knocking on my door. And it was that guy, it was her ex-lover. And I thought, oh shit, I cannot use more drama. So um, this ex-lover of her came to my door, knocking on my door and I said, Shh. and I said, Shh. and I yeah, was guiding him through the villa and, Shh. and I, then I said, like, okay, tell me. And he thought like, wow, this is what's going on. And he felt excitement and it was, for him, like he really needed to prepare himself to come to my room and because he didn't dare to, but he wanted to ask me for a walk. So then he said, yeah, I would like to invite you for a walk. But I, with my mind, I was already going back to the Netherlands. I said, okay, yes, fine. Uh, I'm gonna finish something and in a half hour I come to you and let's have this walk. So I did my work and then I was searching for him in the villa and we went for a walk. What I found out is that he was also a plant medicine guy and we had the greatest conversations. And this was also the guy when I met him that the hug felt so, so good. And I thought, wow, this is really a nice man. What a nice guy. But then I told him, you know, actually I'm leaving. I'm leaving this retreat. And he said, no way, are you leaving? I said, yes, I just decided because I checked also the tickets already. I didn't book yet. And he said, whoa, I really, oh, I don't like it that you're leaving. I said, yeah, you know, I don't really feel that this is my place. I came for inspiration. I want to connect with entrepreneurs. More than half of the retreat is not even entrepreneur. It's a different thing that I expected, but I learned so much because I realized how happy I am with everything I already have. He said, okay, okay, I understand you, it's fine. Like, would have loved to spend more time with you, but it's okay. So after the walk, I immediately went straight to the organizer of the retreat. I went to her room and I said, hey, um, I want to tell you that I'm uh, going home. I'm leaving this retreat tomorrow. And she said, wow. Oh, I didn't tell her when, I just said, I'm gonna leave. And she was not expecting me to be so, um, yeah, so fast because I walked from her room to my room. I booked the, I booked the flight and I thought, yes, this is what you have when you follow up your, your feelings, you feel it. And I was also judging, like it was a 10 day retreat and this was day two, like, and, um, 
ja, yeah, of course, I paid for the retreat and I booked a flight for, uh, for going back and I couldn't change my flight. So I just booked a separate flight to go back home. And I saw that I had to first spend one night in Toulouse and then I had a very early flight to, the, to Amsterdam, but there was no other option. So I took that option and I was very happy about it. I wanted to leave the villa, but I didn't have my own car, so I was depending on other things, how to go back to Toulouse, and it was quite a distance. And the people were not really helping me. I thought, how am I going to do this? How do I come from this villa in the middle of nowhere to Toulouse? But then that guy that I had a walk with, he was very helpful. And I appreciated so much, and he helped me to go with one app. I could fill in where I was going, and then I could join a ride. I forgot about his name, but I could join a ride from someone who was already driving from somewhere in the middle of nowhere to Toulouse. Next morning, he helped me to book this car. I was so happy, and I was also separating me from the group. And the next morning, they had a program with meditation. The next morning, they had their program with meditation. I was already packing my stuff, separating myself from the group. But one of the girls, it was her birthday. So, of course, I was joining that and, and singing for her. I was sitting on the couch. I was in front of her. People were around her, like, singing, happy birthday to you. And then uh, I was about to leave. It was like less than 10 minutes left. And then that guy said, hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to share something because we just did this meditation of connecting with our hearts and I connected with my heart and I felt I want to leave. I want to go home and I'm joining Maria and I'm leaving in five minutes and I'm going upstairs to pack my bag and see you, <laughs> see you later anyway. So then what happened is that that girl who didn't care about him anymore, but eventually did, was crying like crazy. I thought, oh my God, and it was her birthday, it was a full moon, and she so badly wanted to have him at her birthday, but she, he wanted to leave. And she was crying, she was crying, and I thought, okay, just five minutes, and then I'm gone, I'm out of this drama, with all the respect. I mean, everyone has their own process, I understand, but this is, of course, from my perspective. And I also will share where I was judging myself. Okay, so then we left this villa together, he and me. And we were like, ah, oh, like freedom. And we shared the same experience. I was like, oh, did you also think this? Did you also experience that? Yeah, oh, shit. And we were laughing. We stepped into this car and I said, hey, I actually didn't book anywhere to say. I don't even know where we are, we are going. I know I want to go to Toulouse, but... I don't know where. And he said, okay, yeah, since I'm new, we're gonna book something together. So we were in such a high and we said, okay. We opened up uh, booking.com and we booked a loft with a jacuzzi and like something really cool, fancy. And I was like, yes. Not really thinking, just being in this high. And I was like, okay, cool. We went there with this car, dropped our stuff and then we immediately went to the city because we wanted to experience the city. We just had one day because the flight was the next morning. So we went to the city and then he started to ask, 
do you think that people, when they see us, that we are a couple? I said, yeah, of course, I guess they will think. So it's again about judging, about, yeah, preconditioning. And uh, I think, yeah, I thought, yes, we are like similar age, uh, same kind of type. So I think people will see us as a couple. And I thought, oh no, like I cannot do this. Like I cannot kiss with this guy because I'm just really, like I was judging myself so much. I thought, oh no, but like I kiss with one guy, I kiss with the other guy and I cannot not, not do this. But I thought it's just one day I will survive this <laughs> in a way. That was my inner critical. And I guess women will recognize this. Okay, I think you feel it coming. Then we were walking through the city and I was changed. I was buying a new outfit. He was making me compliments and he was so gentle. And then he suddenly said, when is the last time that you walked hand in hand, in hand with a man? And he started to hold my hand and I thought, oh my God, like, oh no, what is happening? I see where this is going. and. So I could not fully enjoy what was developing. And so with judging yourself, with judging others, you close doors and you can also hold yourself back from enjoying and going with the flow of life. And life is always giving you what you need. So I needed this. I needed to see my inner critical. I needed this experience also to come free of the other guy from the past. And um, then... The day went on and then we were in a beautiful park in Toulouse and we, we kissed and it was so nice. It was beautiful, nice, it, yeah, it was really cool. And we went back to the villa, to the loft. We had so much fun, but actually he was in an open relationship. He told me that, I said, okay, um, I didn't know exactly what it meant because everyone has different ideas of having an open relationship, but he could kiss with me and that was no problem. Okay, fine. And we were leaving the next morning, so all good. But we were, we were all the time um, tell, uh, like communicating as if life is a script. And like, who is writing this script? And we were, uh, we were making jokes of this, like, is your script writing this or is my script writing? Um, like, as if we both have a higher self and the higher self is writing the script and we are just like the Barbie dolls of this higher self playing this game. So we were questioning who is writing this script? Is it your script writer? Is it my script writer? Or do we write together this script of life? Or is this one force that is writing it? But we had such a wonderful night with jacuzzi and then we were in bed and I said, hey, script writer, I like this guy, give me more of this. <laughs> and I was just joking and having fun. But the next morning, so we had to wake up early. He made a breakfast for us, really kind, really sweet, really gentle. And then I received a message on my phone and I thought, no way, I was laughing. I thought, oh no, this is not possible. And he thought, of course, like this is a message from the retreat, from one of the retreat members, but it was not from the retreat. It was another message. It was a message from the airplane company. And it said, your flight has been canceled. 
And so I thought, no way, I really want to go home. I really want to go home because my realization was I'm so happy with everything that I have home. And then the other flight was too long because there was a 10 day retreat. We were at day three, four now. So I had to wait six more days. I thought, oh no, six days, way too long. But at first, of course, like we were talking about this, laughing about this, and then very soon we said, okay, let's reschedule a flight. We did that and we were just practical, like let's book a new uh, place in Toulouse, in the center, new experience. And it was so beautiful to, to spend time with him. And in the end, also talking about everything happens for a reason, in the end, until today, he's a very valuable friend of mine. So thinking back of this story, it's very important to always stay true to yourself. Everything happens for a reason. You cannot judge life. And it's also not good for yourself to judge yourself because it's not giving love to yourself. Same as um, yeah, looking yourself into the mirror. Actually, you're looking into the mirror of life all the time. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it's always working for me, but I see that I'm a way less judgmental, mainly because of plant medicine, of experiencing, of observing. Also meditation helps a lot. And yeah, going into the role of the observer. And what I say to myself when I feel things is, like those feelings are just streaming through me. It's not that I create the feelings, it is guiding me. And this helps me to not judge my life, to not judge another. Actually, not judging another. I always get a lot of compliments from my friends that they say, you are so non-judgmental, but I criticize myself sometimes, I do. But this is a beautiful practice and I hope to inspire you to not judge you because yeah, as I said, until today, this person is very valuable for me throughout these years. I'm so happy that he's in my life. And I also saw that it was meant that we are stuck together in France these days. Yeah, it was so bonding. And yeah, as I said, we were, we are both into plant medicines. We can share so much and um, yeah, don't judge a book on its cover because when you start to read the book, you can be so surprised what is in there and it's all about the value that is within instead of the cover of the book. I've had so many participants in ceremony that went back for them to the moment before they were born and the moment of conception and they all tell the same story. And also this, losing your job losing your relationship, losing anything in life, it seems to be something negative, but it can turn out to be positive. Because listen with this to this story. I was in Bali, I flew back in March 2020, and when I flew back home, I went straight into the lockdown in my parents' house. Then I saw, wow, you are always guided, so that's also something I like to remind you of, you're always guided. So it's very important to always take time to check in in your inner world. So little things become big and that's the magic of life. And I have one more sharing of 
a magical story where you can see that everything happens in your life. And I think you can also notice from experience that every little detail matters. You cannot control life. When you realize you cannot control life and you trust on your inner guidance, you can relax much more. This made my friend realize, you know what? You can never judge when something is bad or when something is good because when it turns out to be bad, can also turn out to be good. While I was in this stressful time, my stress turned out to be my blessing because it saved my life and it made me realize how valuable not only my sister and my mother is, but also my life itself. I got a second chance. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, houseofoneness.com, for more information about plant medicine, microdosing, and ceremonies. Or find Maria Joanna at Instagram. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep following that inner voice.